Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away. Oh, you're not going to get away. I'm not letting you get away. For the next half hour, you are right here with me, Harland Williams, on the Harland Highway podcast. So put your seatbelt on, put a brace on your face, put your um, ski boots on, whatever you have to do. Do not move because we have a killer show for you today. We're going to be talking about all kinds of interesting topics that probably relate to your life um and here's one for sure that does uh seatbelt beeps we're going to be talking about the annoying seatbelts uh on the theme of cars and driving we're going to be talking about road trips i'm going to be telling you about my road trip to mount rushmore i don't know if you've ever been there amazing place um we're going to be talking about something that's a little dangerous to all of us lightning look out it's all around us lightning um we're gonna be putting a new slant on a swear word that we commonly hear um we found new meaning in the swear word we're gonna be talking about gas prices um the cost of fueling your car and of course it's friday so i've got to sit with my on-air therapist dr ascot who knows what he's gonna have me do today it doesn't matter We'll make it through. We always do. Right here on the Harland Highway. <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Harland Williams. Are you going dingbat crazy? Dingbat. All right, have you got one of those cars where the seatbelt's a communist and it won't let you think for yourself? You know what I mean? You're driving along, you just got in the car, you just were at the gas station, and you just got back in the car, and you've gone about... 500 feet, and all of a sudden, you get that seatbelt dinging sound. Ding, 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 ding. It's telling you to put on the seatbelt. And you're like, you know what, seatbelt? I'm still fidgeting with my wallet. I got to put it in my back pocket, or I got some stuff in my hand. Or I just didn't happen to have the time to put you on right just this second, Mr. Pushy. It doesn't care, does it? Ding, 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 ding. Shut up! Like a rabid bellboy. Ding, 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 ding. All right, I'm putting my seatbelt on. Take it easy, man. Have a coffee. Relax. Quit telling me what to do. Your door is ajar. Oh, now you're chiming in. You've left your lights on. Oh, I haven't. It's not even... Shut up, car. Stupid talking car, man. You want to talk? Okay, watch this. I'm going to get going 100 miles an hour and ram you right into a wall. Then why? Because I want to hear you scream. Yeah. 
That's right. We're going into the wall, sucker. Oh, you can scream all you want. We're going into the wall. My door is ajar. My seatbelt's dinging. My lights are on. Scream, sucker, scream. Bang. Yeah, that's right, technology. I'm still in charge, car. Nice try. Your trunk is open. Ah, shut up! I am the voice of Night Industry 2000's microprocessor. K-I-T-T for easy reference. A kit if you prefer. Now, as far as the upside of driving goes, let me tell you about a road trip... I did quite recently that uh, I highly recommend. Oh, my gosh. Um, A, I recommend you drive through the lower portion of of uh, Utah. Okay? You go from, uh, from the uh, west side of Utah across to the east side of Utah. You end up in, like, Moab. Moab is on the east side of the state. And anywhere along that lower portion is just some of the most stunning scenery you're ever going to see in your life. Um, I can't even put into words how incredible it is. It's the type of scenery that, no word of a lie, about every four or five miles, the uh, topography changes, the colors change, the shapes change, the textures change. The magnitude of the rocks and the hills and the mountains change. The uh, plant life changes. It's just like around every corner, it just becomes more and more stunning. Um, And you're like, yeah, whatever, we've seen nice stuff. No, this is really uh, unique uh, shapes, Unique landscape, unique uh, forms left behind by the glaciers and through years and centuries and millions of centuries of of erosion and uh, just uh, I, I can barely put it into words. It's 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 a breathtaking drive to go across the lower portion of the state of Utah. Just take my words for it, because nothing I can say can sell it. I've done it, I've seen it, I've been all over the world, and it's definitely one of the most stunning places I've ever seen. And uh, on top of everything else, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. There's not a lot there. You will find hotels along the way in some of the little towns, but it's not built up, it's not overkill. There's not too many national parks. I'm talking about just taking some of the back highways through the lower portion of that state, and nobody really knows about them. There's no traffic. There's nobody there, and uh, it's just a mind-blower. And then uh, another place um, I would urge you to go, which was a place I'd kind of been familiar with my whole life. I'd always wanted to uh, kind of make it a mission to see this place, um, but it's a little out of the way. It's in one of the more obscure states. No offense if you're from there, but it's not a state that's commonly on anyone's radar. It's the state of South Dakota. It's kind of a hard state to get to because it's in the middle of the country. It's not near any real big mega cities. Um, but what is there, uh, which I urge you to go and see, is Mount Rushmore. 
Um, we all know what Mount Rushmore is. It's the four heads of the presidents. It's Washington. It's Jefferson. It's uh, Franklin. It's Lincoln. And uh, what an amazing accomplishment. What an amazing just piece of art. I mean, uh, when you think about the all art of sculpturing, okay? When was the last time you saw a nice piece of sculpture in a museum? And you're just like, wow, look at the accuracy. Look at the detail. Look at the uh, look at the uh, the workmanship that went into this, right? Okay, so that's like in a museum on a piece of bronze or clay or porcelain. Now imagine a bunch of people carving their work into the side of a giant mountain. Imagine a piece of sculpture jutting up out of Mother Earth and a piece of artwork that's proportions uh, are monster. Proportions that uh, outscale anything you could ever dream of seeing in a museum. Um, and then, you know, take away just the uh, the artistic value of Mount Rushmore and put it to the side for one second. Um, look at the historical value of such a place. Uh, the four presidents, the history of the four presidents, the timeline of the four presidents. Um, and then take that and put it to the side and think about the setting of Mount Rushmore. It is in the middle of nature. I mean, you are literally walking through mountains. You walk on a nature trail to access Mount Rushmore. You pull into a parking lot, but from there, you go on this stunning, beautiful nature walk through pine trees and rocks. And there's turkey vultures and hawks and eagles circling around George Washington's head and landing on Lincoln's eyebrows. And it is something else, you know. And I've, like I said, I've been all over the world. I've seen the pyramids. I've seen uh, Angkor Wat in Cambodia. I've seen the castles growing out of the cliffs in Edinburgh, Scotland. I've seen the Great Pyramids of Egypt. I've seen the Sphinx. I've seen the Empire State Building. I've been on the Eiffel Tower. I've been to Machu Picchu. I've seen the heads of Easter Island, the giant heads carved in Easter Island. I've been to the Taj Mahal. I mean, I've been to the CN Tower. I mean, you name it, I've been to a lot of places, okay? They're all amazing in their own way. But I got to tell you, I was really taken aback. I was really moved and overwhelmed by something right here in the U.S. of A., and that was Mount Rushmore. It is a stunning piece of artwork, and as, as time goes on and history plays out and this country, which is a young country, gets older and older and older, the significance of Mount Rushmore will grow and grow and grow. One, one time in history, if we're still around, if us humans are still around, it will be as old as the pyramids. I mean, it won't keep pace with the pyramids, but it will age uh, hundreds, thousands of years, uh, and it will be a rich part, a deep part of American history. Um, 
so really uh, just a great all-around experience I had at Mount Rushmore. It it really uh, it hit me harder than I thought it would, and it made me feel like that here in America, even though we're a young country and most of our our history is represented in our architecture, um. And I, I'm talking about from log cabins all the way up to the uh, Empire State Building, to the Arch in St. Louis, to, you know, whatever. We don't have things like Stonehenge and the Pyramids and the Sphinx and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, we have cave paintings here and there, and we do have old things, but nothing on the scale of, like, let's say, the Pyramids. But I'll tell you what, we do in Mount Rushmore. It is really a a uh, captivating experience. Uh, at least it was for me. Maybe I'm overselling it. Maybe you're like, whatever, dude. You know what? If I want to see that, I'll look on the back of my $5 bill. Great. There's Lincoln. Great. Just saved myself a long trip to where? South Dakota? <laughs> you know? But he, here's the reasons for going to, to South Dakota and seeing Rushmore. If you're an art lover... I think you will be dazzled by how well this thing was constructed and carved. And when you learn the history of how they did it, how uh, these giant crews of guys were hanging on the side of a mountain with uh, air-pressured jackhammers and how many people uh, did it. and uh, Oh, it's just incredible. Um, so, you know... I would just say check it out. A funny story I'll before I get off this topic. I'm probably going on a bit long about Mount Rushmore, but here's a funny thing I learned that I did not know is these guys, um, they were uh, using electricity to run their generators, to run the, uh, the um, jackhammers, and they realized over time that every Monday they were having a lack of power in their jackhammers. For some reason, they were having problem getting the power needed to continue the work. And they thought there was something wrong with the line. They thought maybe some squirrels were doing it or there was some blockage or they couldn't figure it out. And then finally, uh, it all came together. It turns out that Monday was the day that all the women in the surrounding uh, area did the laundry. And so, because they were all using their laundry machines at the same time, it was hampering the efforts of completing Mount Rushmore. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. Um, You know, there was a time and an era when, I guess, uh, you know, there was a certain day that was laundry day, and all the housewives, uh, that's when they did the laundry. And so, thanks to, uh, you know, some guy's skid marks, Mount Rushmore almost wasn't built because Madge had to uh, put his undies through the uh, wash cycle about seven times in a row. All right, that's not true. But the rest of it is um, the whole laundry story was, was true and quite uh, quite interesting to me. So there you go. Um, get to Moab and then get up to, uh, which is in uh, Utah, Lower portion of Utah, and then uh, get your buns up to uh, Mount Rushmore, man. Incredible. All right, I hate to laugh at other people's suffering. 
We all kind of get a laugh when someone trips or hits their head or gets whacked in the yellows. You know, that's why we all watch America's Funniest Home Videos, right? Yeah, we love watching a guy fall off a roof or smash through a ladder or get charged by a goat. But what about when a dork gets hit by lightning? Yeah, every year people get zapped by lightning. What the hell's that all about, man? Is that At that point, do we laugh? Like, if that was on America's Funniest Videos, would we start laughing? And here's Daddy out in the rain fixing the pole. And I'll... Ha! <laughs> I don't know. Some guy getting zapped? Is there a fine line between America's Funniest Home Videos and the world's most shocking videos? If the world's most shocking videos was on America's Funniest Home Videos, would we still laugh? I don't know. But lightning, man. You gotta be a bit of a loser to get hit by lightning. I mean, what are the odds? Right? You could win a uh, lottery before you got hit by lightning. Imagine if you were the uh, guy who won the lottery... And you had the winning lottery ticket on on the way to claim your prize. You got hit by lightning. Does that make you the luckiest person on earth or the unluckiest person on earth or both? I don't know. (laughs) I guess if you're going to buy a lottery ticket, put on a football helmet and some rubber slippers. (laughs) I don't know. Be careful out there, people. Don't get hit by lightning. Don't get hit by anything as you run across. The Harland Highway. You ever hear this uh, swear word or this kind of, I don't know if it's two words or one word or it's it's kind of like a dirty swear word, like descriptive thing. Have you ever heard the term clusterfuck? And Pardon my French if if you're offended by that, but I I do need to talk about it. Clusterfuck. Because part of me feels like, okay, it sounds like a really dirty, bad word. Like, oh man, what a clusterfuck. But at the same time, for me, somehow it sounds like the perfect name for an old-fashioned style ice cream parlor. Hey there, laddie. Welcome to Cluster Fox. Can I get you a mint chocolate chip butter scotch crackle? Okay. Doesn't it, though? Cluster Fox? Cluster Fox. Dairy fresh ice cream. Take a bucket home for your family. Take a cluster fucking bucket home to your cluster fucking family. I don't know. Is it? Am I, am I wrong there when I say that? Can't you just uh, picture driving down the street through some town out in the country? There was like the uh, hardware store and the uh, feed mill, the grocery store, maybe a charming little hotel or motel, a coffee shop, and they're right in the middle of it all, cluster fox ice cream. Daddy, can we stop for ice cream? Where, where? Right there, cluster fox. What did you say? Cluster Fox. Ah! I just wanted an ice cream. Um, 
Yeah, so there you go. Sometimes, uh, you know, words, just the sound of words, uh, they feel like they could be something more than what they are. So, uh, you know, ponder that. Um, and uh, if you come up with an answer for me, why don't you meet me down at uh, Cluster Fox and uh, we'll have a double scoop of uh, strawberry ripple and uh, figure it all out together. Cluster Fox. Hey, Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway, and uh, just wanted to let you know, uh, you know, no biggie. You know, sometimes I get breaking news, and I just want to chirp in and give it to you here. So nothing big, nothing we didn't expect. Uh, gas prices are now at $27 a gallon. Uh, that's for regular unleaded. And for the Supreme, for all you people driving the, uh, you know, high-performance vehicles, Gas is $49 a gallon. What? What, you don't believe me? Okay, you know what? I, I made a mistake. Okay, I just... Oh, boy. Gas prices just went up. Okay, regular gas, $67 a gallon. And uh, Supreme Gas is $112 a gallon. And, oh, it's just changed again. We are at $86 a gallon and uh, what is, two grand a gallon for diesel, super fine, unleaded blend. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yanking it, you know, but can you see it getting to that, man? We're like living in Mad Max world or something. What do you want to do, baby? You want to buy that new house, or would you like to go get uh, the car filled up with gas? Well, we can't go go get to the new house if we don't have gas in the car. Yeah, that's true, baby. Well, what do we do? Well, why don't we screw the house, fill the car with gas, and live in the car? That makes perfect economic sense for our family. Yeah, it does. I get the back seat to sleep in first. No, I get the back seat. No, I do. Yeah, pretty soon your car's going to be your whole world, people. You ain't going to be able to afford anything else, man. I might just, uh, you know, buy property at the gas station. I wonder how much that wheelchair parking spot's going for. I'll pay a good half million to own that rectangle. At least I'm near the gas. I don't have to drive anywhere. Keep your eyes open in your rearview mirror. That's probably Mad Max driving up behind you, trying to get your gas. I'll tell you something that does give me gas. Yeah, something that gets my stomach upset, makes my gut churn, is every Friday I have to visit with my on-air therapist, Dr. Ascot, because the powers that be think I have a nut loose, so it's like their way to determine that I'm doing okay and I'm not going to fly off the handle. So sadly, it's time. It's Friday. Here we go with my on-air therapy <sighs> with Dr. Ascot. Hello, Alan. Oh, God. Hello, Dr. Ascot. How are you today, Arland? Do you really care how I am? 
Yes, Alan, you're my patient. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. Excellent, Alan. Excellent. Okay, did you have to say it that long? Excellent, Alan. Oh, God, what are we doing today, Ascot? Alan, today we are doing an exercise called Word Association. Word association. Great. What's that all about? Another waste of my time? Holland. Uh, what? What is it? Holland, I will say a word, and then I want you to say the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay, what's the point of that? Holland, it's to stimulate your inner thoughts. My inner thoughts. Wow, that sounds really necessary. Holland. Okay, so you say a word, then I say the first word that pops into my head. Correct, Holland. And there are no right or wrong answers, Holland. So just feel free to say whatever comes to your mind. Okay, there's no right or wrong answers. Good. Can we just get this over with? Holland. Just start. Okay, Holland. The first word is fish. Uh, water. Wrong. Pardon me? The second word is tomato. Garden. Wrong. What? The next word is puppy dog. Um, park. Wrong. What what, what do you keep saying there? Nothing, Arlen. Keep going. There are no right or wrong answers, Arlen. Let's continue, shall we? Yeah, let's continue. Let's get it over with. Light bulb. Um, reading. Wrong. What? Next word, Holland. Forest. Um, deer. Wrong. What do you keep saying there? I keep hearing it. Nothing, Holland. Just keep going. There are no right or wrong answers. Oh, I can't, I swear I keep hearing you say wrong after everything I say. That's not true, Arlen. There are no right or wrong answers. <sighs> All right, how much more of this? Just a little more, Arlen. Okay. Here we go, Arlen. Piano. Uh, concert hall. Wrong. Wh- what? Telephone. Um... Living room? Incorrect. Well, I heard that. You, I heard you say incorrect. I thought you said there's no right or wrong answers. Correct. You just... Why do you... You're saying wrong after everything, aren't you, Ascot? No. I swear... I'm doing two more words and that's it. Okay, Alan, here we go. There are no right or wrong answers. It's just free association. Yeah, that's what you keep telling me. All right, here we go, Harlan. Farmyard. Uh, cows. Wrong. I heard that! I heard you say wrong! Harlan, you're hearing things. Get to the last word. Hot dog. Uh, I don't know, carnival? Wrong. I, I heard that! You said wrong! You tell me you said wrong! No. You said it! No. Get out of here! I've had enough of this! Alan, would you like me to leave from the 
door. Yeah, leave through the door. No, you can only answer with a word, Arland. What do you mean? I said the word door, and you said I'd like you to leave through the door. I thought the word association thing is over. Arland, would you like me to leave through the door? Yes, I would like it. Wrong. Get out of here! Out, out, out! Wrong. Get out! Unbelievable. Idiot. Wrong. Get, get out! Ah, uh, yes, words. Have you ever called someone a word and then regretted it right at the last second? You're like in a fight or it's the heat of the moment or it's a passionate moment. You're like, yeah, well, you're a beep. You're like, in your head, you're like, oh, my God, what did I just say? Or are you like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I said that. That loser had it coming. It's amazing if you pick the right word, it can have a lot of impact. Just one word. Like you could just say to someone, you know, uh, you could just be mad at someone and say, ingrate, wrong. What are you doing here? Wrong. Get out of here. Wrong. Get out. Guy walks back in in the middle of a bit. Anyway, speaking of bits, I want you folks to do your bit and uh, come out and see yours truly, me, Harlan Williams, do his uh, live stand-up comedy at the uh, Hartford, Connecticut Improv. Hartford on the east coast of the United States. I will be there Thursday, July 22nd through the 25th. Um, it is going to be a killer time, killer shows. Uh, so please, uh, come on out and, uh, enjoy the festivities. You can get your, uh, tickets at improv.com. And, uh, if you don't live in the area, um, don't hesitate to tell your friends on the East coast that, uh, I will be in Hartford, Connecticut at the improv Thursday, July 22nd through Sunday, July 25th. And if you need more information, go to harlanwilliams.com. Check out my comedy schedule. And uh, you'll get all the information for online tickets and phone numbers and all that fun stuff. Uh, so that's it for today, my friends. Wrong. Stop it. Um, we are done. Hope you had a great time. Uh, loved having you here, riding along the highway. Uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we will catch you next time right here with me, yours truly, uh, Harlan Williams. And until then, chicken chow mein, baby. Wrong. Get out! <laughs>